be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. I am one of your hosts, Ramsey, and on the other end of the mic is Travis. How is everybody this morning, this weekend? Feels like a nice little Saturday morning, except here in Tulsa, where we seem to have bipolar weather out the wazoo. Man, it's, it's almost like a Rusev push, back and forth. One next minute <laughs> hot, next minute cold. Right, right, and it's and it's cold by Mother Nature's hands, so Mother Nature could represent backstage politicking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, might as well start off on this, because it's more one of the biggest topics right now. So, if you have not been paying attention, we have Rusev, uh, who is was scheduled in a casket match against The Undertaker at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and everybody got kind of a little upset about it. Because uh, they didn't want to see Rusev literally buried. <laughs> so I guess everybody took to Twitter and social media. And now we have Rusev being pulled from that match, replaced by Jericho. Your what favorite. If, I, I, yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. I don't want to see Jericho lose, but it's definitely a better thing for Rusev. But people are now talking. Rusev's been like pulled off. Um, uh, Rusev's like, changed his Twitter name and changed all his stuff. So people are thinking there's more uh, more towards the story. Yeah. Well, and I can kind of, well, since we're on it, we'll just kind of dispel everything right here because I recently, uh, as of last uh, last night, I read the report about it. And Brian Alvarez, who is uh, friends with da- uh, David Meltzer, they, they do their own show together. So he's also a reputable source, said that he's spoken to a few people backstage that can confirm that, indeed, um, he, Rusev is not going anywhere. He's not being fired. He's not being released. Um, there was no kind of backstage politicking in regards to why he was taken out of the match. Uh, it was just simply that they uh, pulled Rusev because Chris Jericho coming back would be more of a marquee type of match for Jericho and Taker. Has no kind of heat on Rusev or anything. They said this is just basically for storyline purposes. Yeah. Which makes me think, going into it then, is... Is this whole thing going to be part of a buildup that they're trying to make Rusev uh, a bigger star because they're getting it? If it's uh, if he said it's storyline purpose, if he's saying it's storyline purpose, wouldn't that make the most sense? And that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking they're doing all this maybe maybe to try to get Rusev even more over with the fans. Which is interesting. It's an interesting concept, but I started thinking about this too, and this really kind of started, I think, taking place with uh, the Daniel Bryan situation, or at least this type of mindset booking. Um, what I mean by that is we all know that Daniel Bryan was never structured to to be in the main event for WrestleMania 30, yeah. and it just so happened that you know from SummerSlam 2013 to WrestleMania 30 in 2014 we saw what ended up being the perfect build-up for the perfect moment at WrestleMania 30. So it makes you wonder if Triple H is smart enough to see that he's going to start utilizing the news that gets out there or maybe even manipulating certain things that come out that give us that more of a reality-like perspective. 
you know, uh, kind of along the same lines as like the Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho thing. They utilize social media to build up to one match. And, and how and many nobody times can, can you do this? Like, I mean, how many is this like one of those things where they could probably just keep doing this every single time? They keep throwing fans off. Is this the new way to proceed with professional wrestling? I guess a lot of people talking, definitely. And 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 I think that's the in this generation where you know it's so accessible and so easy for guys like you and me to read up on all these stories and everything. They I think they're smart enough to realize that they're a big enough entity now to know that you can't keep things hidden, right? Yeah. So. Why not swerve the fans now? Why not be a part of the quote-unquote reality swerved. era? Sorry. <laughs> Why not be a part of that era where you can deceive fans in a different way and still get them talking? You know, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns' situation uh, from yeah. WrestleMania last week is a prime example of that, too. Man, they definitely turned the table on that one. They And it was last minute, too, because even Roman Reigns himself was under the impression that he was supposed to win that, and can, he didn't find out till last minute. Can you imagine being Roman Reigns and like telling your family, oh, I'm going to win the title at Mania, all this stuff, and then you get to the venue on Sunday, and they're like, hey, you're losing the title tonight. Only like two or three people know. That's yeah. – I'd be really pissed off. I mean, just because people think they push Roman Reigns so much, but the funny part is he's lost so many major matches yeah. recently. recently. Yeah, but we all know that they 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 do they push him in over exuberant amount of times. Yeah, um, there's just some times where you can't you can't push him. Um, this was what I was thinking was not going to be one of those times, and nobody did. But that goes back to my point: is this your way to deceive fans now? You know, you, people already pretty much knew for the fact that Lesnar was gone, and now all of a sudden we get hit with the swerve the day of that he signs a new deal. I mean, I think it's the it's one of the better ways to approach um, new storylines, but it sucks for people like me and you who we kind of you know enjoy like talking about you know certain runs and oh this could happen, and all of a sudden you have a, something that never we would have thought happened. But that's kind of why we uh, liked wrestling in the first place because it was unpredictable. Right. So so while while we were talking about Roman Reigns and Lesnar, we kind of already had that feeling. Let's let's kind of talk about WrestleMania. What did what did you think, man? I mean, all in all, I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, I thought I thought so too, but it had its slow moments. It had slow moments too. I mean, and disappointing ones at that. Which ones were disappointing for you? Well, for one, I was ex- I think the one that I was most upset about is the freaking tag team title thing. Oh my god, did that make me so mad? Oh my god, I got so much heat online for posting about that. Everybody's like, he's a make a wish kid. I'm like, I didn't know. He's not, though. I go, even if he is, I'm sorry, whatever it is, but good god, what kind of storyline is this? I mean, this is like, I mean, you you literally have the biggest, strongest, most dominant guy in WWE right now, arguably, uh, uh, pick a little 10-year-old kid, and then they relinquish the titles, which makes it even worse on Monday. I was like, what the heck kind of storyline is this? Whose kid is this? Is this Vince's other kid, or like legitimate kid? What, what kind of, uh, you know? Yeah. Well, and then some insight on that. It was apparently a referee's kid. Uh, that, oh, uh, really? That was doing that. Yeah. I, I can't remember the referee's name, but it is his son that they did that with. Um, but, yeah, so let me get this straight. Braun Strowman becomes the most over thing that we've seen <laughs> in quite some time and his happened basically organically as well yeah and then you pair him with a 
with a kid as a joke. And yeah, don't get me wrong. Braun has shown here in the in the last couple of months that he has a comedic side, and it's funny. Yeah, definitely. It really is. And he did great on Monday when he was when they did the whole segment of them releasing the uh, I'm sorry relinquish, relinquishing gotcha. <laughs> the titles. It was funny. It was still a funny segment. But yeah, it was just kind of ridiculous. I'm like, they had they could have they could. This is what we have for WrestleMania. This is I don't know how else to put this. It's it's just it was ridiculous. I was think this is such a waste. I mean, like, they could have so and it's many guys. Strowman, the thing is, is while it made him funny to a degree, this also, I think, isn't helping any matters of trying to perceive him as this monster among men. You're almost turning him into another big show. I mean, that's it, honestly what I was going to say. It really feels like they're going to slowly give him a big show route where, yeah, he is dominant in certain aspects, but he's always a com- like a comedic, uh, comedic kind of side to him, which Braun is pretty funny. He is funny. Guy. Or he keeps flipping back and forth between yeah. face and heel is my worry. And so eventually, eventually he will just be a big jobber who gets thrown into matches to scare people and then gets thrown out of the Royal Rumble first or has 10 people, you know, you know, throw him out or, you know what I mean? Like he's going to have one of those guys who constantly gets teamed up or teamed on whenever he's in the real match to make him like hold him down. I don't know. I just was I wasn't a big fan of that uh, for sure. No, absolutely not. And and another thing that I felt was <sighs> this this pain this pains me. So bear with me. Uh, I was very uh, not very, but I was disappointed um, with the Styles and Nakamura match. And it's mainly because I think I don't think they were given adequate time to yeah. do that. Um, they still told a, a good story, and the match itself is, isn't bad. It's a it's still a good match, but it just. I was talking to your brother George uh, about the match that very same night. Yeah. And I think honestly, he I think he he made a valid point that there was so much hype for it that. It became that one of those scenarios where it couldn't live up to the hype. And that's because what was, I was saying last podcast too. I think yeah, that, yeah. And it's and it's disappointing. And and everybody's right. And and I think that that might have been the case. You know, I was pushing it like nobody's business, and I was much looking forward to it. And I still looked forward to it, and I still enjoyed it. But it it wasn't what it could have been. However, the benefit of that um, is that we've got the. Uh, uh, the Nakamura heel turn, which just by one promo on Tuesday has now sent him, I think, into a new aura of a character that's about to make him very interesting. Yeah, I think it was good, too. I, think, I thought it was really well well, well done. That uh, It's funny, guys, when he did uh, his little turn on WrestleMania, he invented a new move. He invented the new Scoop Slam Low Blow. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, saw, I saw a meme earlier this week where it was saying... Uh, it showed AJ is like <laughs> I get <laughs> I get to hang on the rope with Dean Ambrose for what seems like hours at a time and it barely hurts <laughs> and I get the most excruciating pain after three straight low blows from Nakamura and I'm like well that's wrestling <laughs> for you yeah but <laughs> yeah. I mean I really think Shinsuke as a heel is gonna be is gonna be something to watch I think so too I think so too um. What Let's else see. did you think about Mania? Uh, I mean, well, I don't want. I want to get this topic a little later because I want. I want to talk about it. 
Is it just... I just feel like Daniel Bryan. I just feel like they're not utilizing this whole thing correctly. I feel like it's... They're just... Something about it, it just does not feel correct. Like In what form? He's just... He, he, he could be... He's just so over with the crowd still to this day. And he just is not personally... Even though he's in the main event of SmackDown... It is, I don't know if he's not getting enough mic time or or it just feels like some act that they're just putting on for now till they push somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't feel – I'm not sure if his contract's coming up soon and maybe that's why they're afraid to really whatever. I just – something about it to me. Like it is – like even the match at, uh, match at WrestleMania, it just didn't feel like he had enough time to cater to fans or – you know, I don't know. Do you not feel the same way or – well, I think the the whole WrestleMania situation was just simply due to the fact that they put them on um, after the Ronda Rousey match, which I want to get into that here in a little bit. Um, I I think I think we're still all in the very embryonic stages of this Daniel Bryan comeback. Um, it's still brand new, you know. We've only seen him wrestle now twice, and I think both times. Everybody in there, in I think sitting in the arena as well as watching it at home, was watching every single thing. And at least I can say I was. I was just hoping that with every bump, uh, and by God, every freaking head kick. Oh my God! If I didn't, if Dude, I wasn't thinking to myself, Oh I, my God! Please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. The please sad part is that was that's literally been my. Uh, that's been my main concern. Is I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the guy getting hurt. You know, and I mean, is that going to always be some kind of preconceived thing we always have? Because that's what it felt to me too. Like on on SmackDown, I'm not sure what it is, but he needs the. Uh, he's been out of the game for a while, but he sells way too hard. It, well, and, and that's to his credit, though, because I was thinking of I was thinking about this, and it can go. It's a it's a double edged sword because on one side, nice lamp, by the way. Huh? Nice lamp in the video where I'm recording, and the, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. A, we're talking on a video, and Travis has a Jack Daniels lamp with a Coke with a Coca Cola. That's pretty cool. How did you do that? Uh, it's a, a buddy of mine made that for me for Christmas. That's pretty. Cool. He's also the same buddy that uh, made me that up there too. So. Nice. Oh wow, he's really good. He's he's extremely talented. Matter of fact, he's a wrestling fan too, and so I mean he's he listens to us. Uh, I believe. So if you're wondering what Travis showed me, he showed me a, a, a coke lamp, a lamp, and then he showed me a big dildo with Texas colors. Shut the shut the hell up! It is not that at all. He's a he, this dude is a freaking hater from Oklahoma. It was the state of Texas itself. I'm just kidding. I don't hate Texas at all. I actually like. Yes, it a you lot. do. Oh no, I like it a lot. Anyway. Um, I th- we were all we were all watching the Daniel Bryan, especially in the main event of SmackDown. Every single one of us was just on that double-edged sword of like we're we're human beings that love wrestling, that care about this guy, that we're excited that he's back. But by God, if it's one of those things where it's just we're we were all just hoping and praying that with every move that he was making, that he wasn't going to get hurt. I'll tell you what, that top the top rope spot was the one that got me the most. Yeah. Um, and then right after that was the the uh, Nakamura Kinshasa at the very end to the back and uh, right in the back of the neck and head and I was I was I was scared shitless because I was like oh my god if this is taken bad we we're gonna have problems. Now on the other side of that though, it also sets up for the perfect sell because yeah, all Daniel Bryan needs to do is make it look like he's in anguish and pain with his head and we'll all buy into it. 
So it just makes it that much better when he comes yeah, back and he's not just, hurt. I know, but it just it just makes win. me feel like he's like some kind of like a, what's it called? Like a, 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 a what's it? What's the word? Not dainty, dainty, like dainty, like you know where he's like kind of fragile. Um, like you know, well, like dainty. Dainty, like dainty means that you're that you're very like extremely i think it, i think De- extremely delicate. careful i don't want to look it up on the dictionary or like he's okay whatever like he's delicate so basically he's like there we really go delicate. that's that's better right they're there. just he's delicate. they're just right now they're so especially with this shakedown shake up shake down whatever you want to shake shake, shake, up. shake around we're not shaking uh, down we're shaking up <laughs> so with that coming up we have so many new fresh stars switching young guys finn balor rumored stars from nxt and you have a guy that obviously Daniel Bryan has is not in the same shape musc- muscular wise that he was back in the day, and then on top of that he's acting like he's kind of delicate, like he's holding he, every time he gets hit somewhere, or especially around his head, he holds uh-huh. it real hard. It just I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't do him uh, any kind of duty or justice in the long run. I I think again I, we're still brand new to this. You know we're only three weeks in. Um, I think once it goes once we have a little bit more time. And we see him in the ring a little bit more often. I think we'll all be more accustomed and okay with everything, and it won't be as panicky um, after a couple, uh, a few more, few more weeks uh, behind his belt. You know, I think we just need to get past this initial start, and everything will be okay after that. It's just, it's just going to take just a little bit more for us to all be careful, or I'm sorry, to be unworrisome as fans, just hoping that you know he doesn't get hurt. So. A few more weeks and we'll be we'll be okay with it. Um, anything else you want to talk about on uh, WrestleMania? I mean, uh, the, the, probably the two the two biggest moment. Well, three, I guess. The John Cena squash. What do you think? Uh, at first, I really enjoyed seeing Taker back. It was really exciting, and I did really enjoy the way they built it up. It was it was different, but I just did not enjoy the thirty second match. Yeah, and I didn't enjoy the very missed big boot. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that probably killed my energy a little bit. But I'm not sure whose fault that was, honestly, because they're both guys just really amped up and excited, so you just don't know. Uh, it just it just looked bad. Oh, I know. <laughs> that got, no that got so many memes. There was no kind of edit that you're going to be able to do on anything to make that even look halfway decent. Taker's uh, Taker was so ominous or so, you know, whatever his uh, energy. He could knock you down with a kick of air. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. Um, yeah, the, the Taker squash, I really wasn't a – I wasn't really, I guess, a fan of it just because I was like, oh, wow, three, three and a half minutes. Okay, well, at least they got it out of the way, I guess. Um, but I guess there's nothing really else you could do with that situation. Um, but I, I think the Oscar loss was surprising. Uh, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I um, didn't either, and I actually I enjoyed it all because now I can actually watch an Oscar match and feel like she could lose this match. Right, which I, I saw people complaining on Tuesday about how they have Charlotte beat Oscar and then Carmella cashes in. And I'm like, so? What's the problem with that? Like, because yep. so, here's the thing. It's so funny. People are pissed that Charlotte won, and then she had the job done of Money in the Bank cash in on her. But then they were bitching about, well, Oscar would win, and then watch Carmella cash in on Oscar, and Carmella hands her her first loss, and they wouldn't have been happy then either. I'm telling you, us as wrestling fans can never be happy when we're satisfied with anything. Uh, Somebody yeah, wants to bitch so about something. That's so true. 
And that's just. But smart. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good shocker, and honestly, the match itself was was very damn good. Like, I, it's probably been the best women's match of at least the last year or two. So, um, but man, the Rousey match was surprising. I could not believe how good that match ended up being. Like, it was the best match of the night. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. And Angle looked decent. Like, yeah, the, he's okay. Besides him pu- pushing back, you know, trying to push over on his back and he ends up you know uh holding his back well and and yeah and that's and i was gonna say with you can obviously tell angle is a lot less mobile than what it used to be um but for that lack of mobility the the first two outings we saw weren't the best but this actually didn't look half bad like he you again you could tell that he's lost a little bit of mobility but he didn't let that overshine too much, you know, or he didn't let that be exposed for too long. He was able to, uh, to disguise it pretty well. Yeah. And it turned out to be a damn good match. Um, well, I don't want to waste too much WrestleMania time. Cause I want to talk sure. about takeover, man. Takeover oh my was God. Freaking just as good. If not better than mania. Personally. It always is. It always I know. seems like that. This year to me has seen more because I was more. I've just been following NXT more consistently this year than the previous and year. And every dude, every match had something like I and know. it was either an amazing match or there was amazing story that developed or was untold or told. I honestly think NXT had the perfect show. Yeah, because you could you can literally watch that show every single match and be entertained through every single match. It was it was incredible. The very first opening ladder match, which. 45 minutes, man. 45 minutes plus. I know. Oh, man. I, I watched that match. I think at least two. I think I watched it two and a half times total. One time full live. Second time I rewatched it. And then third time I watched it in the background. So I wasn't paying attention. But it was really freaking good. I freaking love Ricochet. Dude, uh, Ricochet just... He shined. He like, is has that freaking star quality look, man. Yeah. And you know, there's actually everybody was pretty damn impressive yeah. in that match. Yeah, they there were. was, and that that was one thing that I have to say I thought was great about the match is that it gave all six guys a highlighted point at some point in time in that match. Yeah, everybody had something spectacular that they pulled out from Adam Cole's uh, five kicks, catching Ricochet with the very last one with the springboard. Everything was perfect on those kicks to Velveteen Dream's elbow drop from the tip top of the ladder. Tip top. <laughs> Lars, yeah. Lars Sullivan, dude, when he caught Killian Dane on that run, I was like, God dang. I know. It was, dude stood was... still. Stood still and caught a 300-plus pound individual dead in his tracks. It was the best match I've seen in a long time, man. I mean, honestly, it was so good. Yeah. EC3, man, EC3 took some of the hardest bumps I've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. And, of course, the freaking Ricochet. freaking ladder sandwich. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Ricochet uh, pulling off that moonsault uh, off of the ladder that was tip was was great. I love the shooting star that he pulled off in the beginning. Yes, but that shooting star, that better. shooting star, man. I was like, and that was my real, true, like live. Well, I've never seen Ricochet live. I've seen the clips and stuff, but watching him live do that, it looked so freaking easy for him. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be like a Evan Bourne five point Right. This this is gonna take it to a new level for, for, real, for Ricochet. Yeah. And I and I hope the best for him. I really hope he gets a he gets a solid run with NXT, and then eventually when he's getting to the main roster, I hope he I hope they give him a spot. Not 
Don't just throw him in the cruiserweights. Give him a give him a spot. You know. I mean, he unless, has that look where he he can actually not have to be there. Like, he didn't have to be in the right. cruiserweights at all. He could actually be as one of the main stars, and they have guys that are smaller than him who've had the WWE title. Rey Mysterio, prime example of that. I mean, Daniel uh, Bryan. <laughs> yeah, and well, and Rey Mysterio and and Ricochet have actually wrestled each other before in Lucha Underground. So, oh, okay, um, yeah, and it's and it was good. It was a good match. Um, with Ricochet, I really hope that unless again, two hundred five goes through a massive rehaul in like a year or two yeah. and becomes a freaking amazing show, which it's on the track of doing so now. Man, if Ricochet gets put on that brand, if it's that exciting at that point, I won't complain. But Ricochet on Raw or SmackDown as champion, it, I think is a very foreseeable thing. Like, I think it can very much so happen. Um, another guy that's been rumored that they're thinking of calling him up uh, oh. as soon as the superstar sh- uh, shake yeah, up. The wire reported on last night. Velveteen Dream, man. Yep, I know. And that's what I was going to kind of say. You're just going to say, and you hopefully, Stan, I was actually, gonna, I was waiting for you. I was going to work at the end. I was going to say, you're saying um, Ricochet and give him some time at NXT. Do you think with Velveteen Dream, he's had enough time to establish himself? No, I didn't. As a matter of fact, that's that. I commented on a uh, on an Instagram post this morning when I saw that news. Um, I I don't I don't think. He needs to come up to the main roster right now, and it's and I want to clarify this not because he's not good, because he's great. He's a great kid, like great look, great uh, physical attributes. Um, the character work that he's doing with Velveteen Dream has been exponential on a character that I thought was going to be dead in the freaking water. Yeah, and he's he's turned it into a superstar character. He is doing everything right with this character. And I don't want him to move up to the main roster just yet. Give him about another year, year and a half. Let him continue to grow on this character. Let him to continue to develop this character a little longer because they have a little bit more freedom down in NXT, especially under the tutelage of Triple H. Yeah. So he, he has a little bit more freedom to experiment with certain things, whether it be look, whether it be with more gimmick changes, whatever the case may be, let him get the finesse down first for about another year. And I guarantee you, he'll be revving to go for a main roster spot by this time next year. But I think he needs to stay there for at least one more year. Again, not because he's not good, but because I want him to get better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who... Who else could be called up? Because I have a feeling that we're going to get a couple more call-ups than just Velveteen. I know we had some debuts this week with uh, you know, Iconics and all this stuff. But I just got a feeling in an official draft, we're going to see a couple more people from NXT be pulled. There's, there's, two, there's two rumored names. Uh, actually, three. Um, they're already thinking of bringing Drew McIntyre back to the main roster. Which, which I, don't, I don't mind. I don't. I don't either. And I say that because he's been at the main roster before. Um, he went back to NXT, and it was great to the the run they gave him when he became NXT champion. And then unfortunately, he got hurt in his match against almost. Um, actually, for that shorter period, his run was really good, and I think it just got his feet wet again with the WWE. And I think he'd oh, be. Yeah. Ready, I think he'd be good to go to come up to the main roster. Put him on SmackDown and let him dominate over on SmackDown. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, another two that they've talked about is uh, 
bring in Andre CNL mess up, and I don't want that either. I that was what I was gonna say. I think that was one of the major guys I could see coming just because um, if I lose him, losing the title, and Zelina Zelina is part of my dreams every week. So <laughs> I personally don't want that to happen though because I think he's just now started hitting a stride down in NXT. That's true. He just had, so, he just really started seeing some real stuff in the last year. Yeah, and I don't I don't think. And it's, again, not because he's not obviously worthy of it, but because he's just now getting this good momentum. He's just now started getting over with the NXT crowd. Do you think it's wise to take him and put him on the main roster crowd now that's arguably just casual fans that aren't really going to care much about him right now? But the reason why I know Vince is a business thing, and he wants different you know, ethnicities. Sure, and he's still been he's still been looking for you know the somebody to fill the the Mexican market void from Rey Mysterio's absence. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I get it from a business perspective, but also from the business perspective, you can't make money off something that nobody really knows or cares about. But is that a good thing though, in a tiny way? Like when I was saying before, like to build somebody that has is not extremely like overdone already on NXT. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody who's really not had that long of a tenure at NXT, they have a, you know they have more things for you to understand and to you know learn about this wrestler. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe it could be. You know, yeah. I, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, I just I don't know. I I I, I want to hope for the best, but I think the best would be for Almas to stay at least until after SummerSlam. Like yeah. give him give him after SummerSlam to debut. Um, of course, the other rumored names is the whole group of Sanity. Um, yeah, with maybe Bray Wyatt leading them. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like that at all. And Matt Hardy's tweet that he sent out here—I don't know if it's more so of just doing in the broken character continue that, or give us hints that indeed they are going to run with some kind of Sanity plot twist. Um, I really hope they don't. If anything, if they do bring Sanity up to be involved with Wyatt, the only way that I hope that it's actually involving Wyatt is if it's Hardy and Wyatt as a team against Sanity. Yeah. And, Bray, and Bray could be like, I understand these, these individuals probably better than you do personality-wise because I've been in their shoes. I've been that sick. I've been that twisted. And it was because of you that I've now found this new light. You know what I mean? You can make this work, but I think it would only work if you make Sanity go against Wyatt and Hardy. Yeah. Because at this point... You would think that they'd be smart enough to realize that Wyatt as a heel has been done and over with for a while. He's He should have been faced by this point a long time ago. But I guess we really shouldn't be surprised if they haven't because let's look at the Roman Reigns project for an example there. You know, push and push and push oh, yeah. until people are sick of you and really just don't give two dams about you anymore. You know, uh, so maybe they haven't learned their lesson. So, um, since we have so many questions today, I'm actually pretty surprised, Travis. The most questions I know, I've ever I had. Uh, we're gonna use the next, the last 15 minutes. We're doing a little. We're doing like a 15 minute shorter show. So, uh, last 15 minutes, we may need 15 minutes to go through all these questions. I'm cool um, with that. Okay. Do you want to read them? You're better at reading than I am, honestly. But yeah, um, absolutely. I, I I never mind at all. Let's let's get you up and going. So. I'm that getting, I'm and uh, honestly that and so I can also um edit and write the stuff. Yeah, I'm actually Man, this is a lot. Do what? This is a lot of questions. 
I know that that's why I actually had to get to the post because there's I, man, I think this is the most that we've ever had. I know. I'm glad we have some time allotted for it. Jeez. I know. I, I love it. Th thank you to everybody. So I, we appreciate this. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. I'll kick it off here. Uh, I'm going to try to go in order with these questions um, by the most recent, or I'm sorry, by well, I mean, the you first. You can try to switch to off recent. if uh, it gets too old, I guess. But Do what? Oh, uh, you just go with the first one. Okay. So this first question comes from NTP at NP Brighton. He asks you and I, why, <laughs> why is the U.S. title scene such an effing mess? <laughs> uh, because it's WWE, man. That and you have, I don't know, you have Randy Orton keep going for it. I don't know, does somebody... I, U.S. title to me is like one below IC or one below the IC title or whatever. It is, you shouldn't be having guys that have already made it. I don't know, this is this may give me some heat. You shouldn't have guys that have already made it multiple times go for the U.S. title. It just makes it, it makes it seem like they should, they should, they could be able to get it easily every time. I don't know, that's just my thought. Yeah, and I'm actually going to combine uh, Jason Clark. Uh, he he kind of asked two questions, and that goes with your point here with the U.S. title. He, uh, uh, I'll tell his I'll tell his at name when I ask his first question. But again, this second one ties into it. Um, he was saying about why does it look like Rusev can't have uh, they won't give him the strap? You know why do they got to make him look like a scapegoat, dude? I think WWE has proven that they don't like when you can get over on your own. I know. It's it's unfortunate to say that, and it's a very big disappointment coming from the era of wrestling that Ramsey and I are. Yeah. I'm assuming you're probably part of that cold. exact state. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming that Jason is a part of that same era, so it's it's extremely disappointing to see it. But I mean again it's it's like I said to NTP's question about the US title scene just now. It, it's WWE man. I mean you take the good with a lot of bad. It's mm -hmm. just it's just how it is. But um his first question that I was gonna say to get to was uh, again, this is Jason Clark at ClarkDaddy09. I think my biggest question is, what was the original plan for Braun uh, for his partner? Surely a 10-year-old boy from the crowd wasn't plan A. Uh, Ramsey, I'll let you take <laughs> I mean, the first hit. I mean, I really, truly think they were going to bring Rey Mysterio back for Braun. And I, I mean, I really think that he got injured in, in some indie match or whatever he was doing, and I think yeah, they right. didn't want to push the push him too close of his uh, return, push him too close to his heel time, because they still want to use him for the long run. So why return him for one spot only for him to get hurt, you know, for six months? So I'm pretty sure Ray was his allotted person until he got hurt. You know, um, I really wish I could say that I had as much faith in Ramsey. Uh, as he does in WWE. Um, unfortunately, I don't. And yeah. Jason, I'm not going to lie to you. I wouldn't be surprised if this actually was plan A. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm just telling you now. I think it's a very likely chance that it could have very well. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do. <laughs> I do agree with that. I and mean, I don't pull anything back from to be creative these days. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> okay, so on to the next question, and I think you and I both can answer this one quickly. This is from Karen Steen at Audio Slave 1974. When is it finally going to be Rusev Day? Karen, it's Rusev Day every day. Oh God. Okay. Oh, <laughs> every God. day is Rusev Day. Well, I don't I... care what a bunch of writers feel. I wrote a pretty good article yesterday, and I usually don't write full articles. Usually, I write like semi-articles or news breaks. 
Uh, I wrote a big, good article that uh, I put on there. Um, will Rusev, Rusev Day will never have his day because it doesn't feel like it's ever going to come. And fortunately, it may not. Again, like we like we've already said, WWE doesn't like when you can get over on your own. So mm-hmm. I don't. And I that's don't a know good. That's idea. such a good question, though. And that's such a good. It's such a good statement. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, moving on. Next question. This one comes from 08 Jeff Hardy, and his. I'm sorry. Excuse me. His at is at underscore Viantonio. Un, another underscore. I believe I got that right. <laughs> huh. uh, we kind of briefly talked about this, so I don't think our answers are going to change much. Uh, who do you want to see move brands or get called up for the Superstar Shakeup? We kind of answered the called up part. Um, who do you? Let's let's keep this. We'll keep it to two or three. Uh, yeah, because I, I wasn't going to this in depth earlier. But then I saw all the fan question. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So. So let's keep it. We'll keep it brief since we're trying to get everybody's questions here yeah. on time. Um, three people that you want to see moved uh, yeah. during the Superstar Shakeup, and it, and I don't mean like from I'll go first. I'll go first because I usually make you go first. So yeah, go ahead. I think just three pers- guys. That personally, you want to see. I think Daniel Bryan on Raw because okay. Daniel Bryan to me growing up was made his growing up. I mean, yeah, because so whenever up. I watch, whenever I watch wrestling, I'm actually growing up. Like, literally, I mean, time's going by. So, okay. whatever. Whenever I watch Daniel Bryan every week, he was more of a raw guy to me personally. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would like to see uh, Finn Balor on SmackDown. Okay. Uh, there's just more opportunity for him. Um, don't hold me to that one. Uh, and also, uh, maybe I would like to see Rusev back on Raw. Okay. Okay. I can I can see I can see where you would want that. If they throw like Jeff Hardy to SmackDown, I'm so fucking pissed. Well, okay. So now that we're now that we're gonna go into my my three, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna say Jeff Hardy up front first. Damn and you. I would like to see him move over to SmackDown. Why? That's horrible. I, He's a main star eventer. Deserves the title. I, I agree. So why not put him on the brand where he's got more of a chance to become the yeah, champion? That's actually a really good point. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, that's so, true. Okay, I, I go I go with you because if it, if Brock and uh, Ranger in the Universal Title picture, they're probably going to be there for another year or two. So, well, and think about it, Jeff Hardy. Right before he uh, left on his last WWE tenure, he was the main star on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That's true. Everybody loved Jeff Hardy. Some so, seeing the Fridays. Okay. Next one. Which, by the way, while while you do that horrible rendition of his entrance music, was anybody else surprised that they stuck with the Hardy Boys entrance music and didn't have him come back out? To I that posted one? I it on Twitter, and I was so freaking pissed. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was like, leave the Hardy Boys theme to just the Hardy Boys. I know. Please you know? give them their individuality. Yes, it was. It made me mad. I was like, no, no. Why are they doing this? Keep Don't, it just yeah. for the Hardys. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one who was upset about that. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. that Jeff Hardy was my first one. Uh, my second pick actually has three of them in there. I would also love to see Finn Balor along with the club of Gallows and Anderson move over to SmackDown. Mainly because I saw the greatest thing ever on Instagram pitched where you have Balor and the club go over to SmackDown, feud with AJ Styles over not just the WWE title, but who the true leader of the club is, and you see Finn Balor turn heel. 
I think, and that could be the match to go into SummerSlam. I thought that sounded so funny, damn good. It's just funny all these guys that are like from NXT are like almost having to turn heel now. It's so funny. Like every single NXT guy I can think of is literally on the verge of turning heel, have turned heel, or not getting over as a face. That's that's true. But man, I'm telling you what, if Balor, a, a heel Balor, I think is exactly what he needs to become freaking huge on WWE. Because I'm I, I'm not gonna lie, it is starting to get a little irritating to watch him come out with a smile on his face all the time. I'm, I'm telling you, man, this is hit, it's his new thing though with his fin for everyone. That's his new thing. It's his new thing. Because oh, did you not get pissed off? WrestleMania comes. You have a badass Game of Thrones style entrance for Seth Rollins, and you expect the demon to be back in a badass attire. And no, we get Finn for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> with rainbows. I mean, the, with I mean rainbows. don't get me wrong when I say that I get the I get the message that you're, you're spreading there, and you know, props to you, WWE. But yes, I yeah, was but this is professional demon, wrestling. I, I can go watch CNN, and if I want to be pushed with views, sure. I want him like agree. be entertained, and the entertaining to me thing was, oh, he's gonna be the demon tonight. Not he's gonna come up in rainbow colors. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Um, you're not gonna get any. But you know, I do like that shirt. Thing. I might buy that shirt. <laughs> I mean, it it is pretty cool. That's why I'm like, hey, WWE props to you, man. You're, yeah, I mean, you're I don't mind it. Doing it just, good. I, just, I I'm I don't mind it, but it just it honestly rubbed me the wrong way for WrestleMania. Yeah, no, I I get it. I totally get <sighs> it. Okay. Uh, Okay, so uh, moving moving on. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I forgot. I had one last pick. I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh, I think I think my final move. I'm trying to think who I would want to see go to Raw, because I I know there's a couple guys that I would like to see move to Raw. I think I'm actually going to go ahead and side with you and say that I I wouldn't mind seeing Daniel Bryan go back over to Raw, mainly because I don't want Miz to move to SmackDown, and I'd rather see a Daniel Bryan Miz feud on Raw. Okay, I can go with that. I also want to see Paige move to 205 Live because I'm getting tired of her. That's not happening. <laughs> okay, so uh, now, I'm sorry, on to the next question. This is from Achilles Zanetis, or yeah, I believe that's how it's pronounced, uh, at IH8Scouser. Scousers. Again, I'm sorry if I butcher your stuff. Oh, I hate Scousers. Excuse me. <laughs> I get it. My bad. Uh so he asks, "What does Lesnar retaining at WrestleMania show to the rest of the Raw roster?" For me, it's that it doesn't matter how hard you work; the bigger you are, the better you're treated, even if it means working part time. I, yeah, I, I think you hmm. kind of hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, I think I think mainly if you have some kind of, I think especially if you got some kind of. Uh, um, celebrity-like status or mainstream status, yeah, you're definitely going to get pushed harder than everybody else and get special treatment and things like that. Um, do I agree that Brock Lesnar is a is an attraction, according to Vince McMahon? Yes. But do I think it's worthy of a title run like he's doing? Which, by the way, I've heard the conspiracy theory that they're just trying to make this to where Lesnar tops CM Punk's title reign. Um, even if they are trying to go that route, WWE really needs to think about what they're saying because mm -hmm. the universal title is still a new title. So it's not the WWE title. Punk would still have the longest WWE title reign of the last decade and a half. So, uh, or almost 25, actually 25 years plus, I think. So it really wouldn't do any good WWE, no matter what you want to try to uh, spin it as, uh, 
but yeah, I, I agree which, for the most part. Which it. question are we on right now? That was, what does Lesnar retaining at WrestleMania show for the rest of the roster? And uh, he just made the statement, the bigger you are, the better you're treated, even if it's part-time. Oh, okay. So what what do you think about that? You think that's true? Yeah, I think that's true. Especially with, Vin- especially with Vince in control. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. All right, so this next one comes from Kingslayer at Heel434. How do they book Ronda after WrestleMania? That's uh, a good question. They're definitely going to go the route of a Brock Lesnar kind of route where they're not going to put her on constantly and they're not going to oversaturate her. But I don't want that to hurt her either and fans not think she's not there like like Brock Lesnar. So what I would like to see is her still there in person live but not in matches all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at least not TV or via satellite stuff. I'm saying she still needs to be in the arena building up her next match. Well, if this is really something that she uh, is wanting to do full-time, and she and she said that this is a full-time deal, um, then she does need to be on the show. She doesn't need to be oversaturated, like you're saying, mm. but she does need to be a part of the show. She needs to be in, involved in a storyline. Um, it doesn't have to always be with Stephanie McMahon, so please don't keep putting Stephanie with her all the freaking time. Um, we already saw her get the better of Stephanie. You don't really need to keep pushing that. Yeah. Uh, so she does need to be involved in a storyline of such. Where she goes from here exactly, I don't know. I don't know who you do pair her up against for her first big profile, or I'm sorry, uh, post WrestleMania feud. I don't know. I don't know who you who you hook her with right now. The only person I could think of would be Bliss, and that's just because of her cocky persona. And right now we know that that's not going to happen because they're still doing their feud with Nia Jax. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what they do. I don't know where they go from here with her. And that's that's my honest answer. I I have no idea. Let's go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off. Joshua Garman at <clears throat> Joshua Garman at Flex underscore L U T H. Oh Luther ninety six. That was easy. Should WWE bring back the draft, and if so, how should it work? Um, don't they have the draft, or is it just called Superstar Shakeup now? Oh, that's that's what I was thinking too when I when I saw this question, um, Josh. They the shakeup is pretty much the draft, but I get where he's going with this because uh, the difference between the shakeup, the second shakeup we're seeing now, and the draft is the draft they got to. They got to basically draw names from from a basket, and you got them. Or you know your your guy, your representative for your brand won the match, so then you get the pick, and it's a random pick. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get what he means by that by the draft style, and I kind of agree because I like the idea of the draft. The superstar shakeup just makes it seem like it's the NFL offseason, and uh, you've got all these trades and releases and things like that happening and you're trying to barter with that, which I get it. You're trying to make it feel like a more mainstream type of feel and negotiation. But honestly, I just, I don't get that feel from it. And I'm kind of with Josh. I, I do see where the draft would be much better for, uh, for the switching up of brands. And this is, I'm trying to go through all of them because I need to, I really need to go in a minute. Um, this is bud at bud K I N C H E S. Kinches. Uh, what is it? Bud Kinches. Kinches. Okay, try again. When we when we, when we will get a full time champ? Still shocked Roman lost. Now that's that's I don't know. That's 
sooner or later. Then nobody knows that question for sure. <laughs> yeah, trust me when I tell you, bud. You're uh, <laughs> you're not the only one. So, yeah. uh, my buddy we... Click Nick NYC uh, has WrestleMania become too long. Being there live, the crowd seemed to be drained once it got to Daniel Bryan. And maybe that's how Which I kind of felt too. I didn't realize maybe at when because I was saying Daniel Bryan did not get pushed correctly or whatever or didn't feel correct. Maybe right. that's why he would always just maybe kind of a little burned out from after that long. That's what I was, yeah, and that's what I was alluding to earlier, saying because they had the they had the unfortunate pleasure of putting that match on in every other big profile match mm-hmm. after the Ronda Angle match because nobody expected that to be what it was. So I think the crowd did get drained from that. Yeah, yeah. I and agree. yes, WrestleMania as a whole is way too long of a show. I've been there yeah, live myself for thirty two. Man, that, that yeah, I was yeah, there I went to WrestleMania twenty five, and even I was like, this is a, a lot of sitting. But you, I think you were there. I think at that time it was still only a four hour show. It still and felt long. It is. It, it, it's still. But you're right. Four it was. It was still six way hours too long. Yeah. Yeah. Four hours is still too long in and of itself. But god dang, six to mm-hmm. seven. Oh my god! If that, <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan, and even that's way too much for one sitting. Like mm-hmm. way too much. Uh, where where are we at? Right, you want to take the next one, or you want me to do it? Wrong. Oh. Who will win? Okay, this is RJ loading at great to be king underscore. Who will who will win this rumble, and what will they get after winning? I have a suspicion it may be Rusev. Maybe, could be. Um, Broken George Baynard at George Baynard. I can't see this whole hat. I can't see his whole name at George Baynard ninety six. Why are they screwing Rusev over? He's one of the WWE's best wrestlers today. Oh, so you don't even let me get my opinion in on the previous question. We can't do 20 minutes in each question. I'm not going to do 20 minutes of each question. I can do a nice, quick, nice summary. Okay. Okay, here's my quick oh, summary. Oh, I thought you did it anyway. Uh, yeah, it's it. possible. Rusev could winning is possible, and I have no idea what the winner gets. It what the hell? I thought, you do, I thought you agree with me already. I agree that it could be Rusev. Oh, but that's not your opinion. Okay. certain, but now I am. And yes, uh, I don't know what the winner gets. But I do hope it is a title shot. Gotcha. I really thought you agreed with me, and that was your pick, too. That's why you didn't go on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I really didn't know. <laughs> uh, I'll read a couple more, then you read the rest of them. Uh, All right. the, oh, we already talked about Rusev earlier. George Banner, if you go back in the podcast a little bit earlier, we talked about um, Rusev a lot. Uh, NTP at NP. Brighton, and I can't say these things. And Dude, I, I think I already read that one. You did? See, mine's mine's loading different because I have some that say five minutes ago, and it was it's literally like above. A okay, you know what? Let me let me go ahead and just help you out here, okay? Because if you so, have you reloaded your screen, there's about four new ones. Uh, I will here in a minute, but right now this is still on the same thread that I originally pulled up, and okay. everybody's questions are different. Uh, so, Mister V, at I believe it's. Uh, Lib Superstar, sorry if I again pronounce your stuff wrong. Uh, will Carmella's reign be short? Um, I'm sorry to say this, but I'm not a giant Carmella fan, so I hope so. Um, I yeah, wanted to prove me wrong, confident. but I yeah, I mean she's definitely improved a lot more in the ring uh, than what she was, mm-hmm. and apparently Trish has backed her too. Like Trish Stratus actually thinks thinks highly of her too. That's good. So. Maybe it could be it could be a decent rain, but for now, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with the same boat that I I think it will be a short rain. Um, 
but like Ramsey said, could be wrong. Uh, Charles Banch- uh, Banchad or Bakkend, uh, his at is at Raging Bull 300. He asks in two different questions, but they're basically the same question. Do you think there is a chance that KO and Zane, Sami Zayn, uh, lead and start another NXT invasion? Ooh, I actually like that idea. I do too. That's I actually, actually that's really exciting. Amazing. It will. I mean, if I was Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, it would suck for it would suck for me because I know automatically my merch sales are going to drop. You just do not get as much as exposure on Raw uh, on NXT as you do Raw and SmackDown. So I, you know immediately they're not going to have the same kind of money contracts they would on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, I, mean, I think well, I think you're reading wrong into what he's asking. He's not saying are they going to go back to NXT? And oh, do... which, that's one reason I thought it was a really cool idea. No, he's saying lead an NXT invasion, meaning they bring NXT yeah, okay. guys with them as kind of like a rebel group. You know what I mean? Like, okay, no, if we're not going to get fired anywhere. Yeah. So it's basically like another Nexus angle, which I still think would be kind of cool. Hmm. Um, now, if it actually goes the route you're thinking too, that'd be different. And I, I mean, I'd be interested to see if it goes that way. Um, All right. Next one. Let me go back up here. Let's get some more. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting when we start getting to a point where we have just too many questions where we have to really just pick just pick a couple. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that too, and I'm like, oh man. I, well, just that's I, why I, that's why a lot of shows they just do quick answers, and a couple of them that spark our interest, we can like go on. But yeah, but man, we we got them. We got all the questions uh, covered this time around. You so sure? So that I see. Okay. Uh, well, guys, uh, I am gonna cut this. Travis, don't give me crap because really the show's only four, six minutes shorter than usual. Cool. <laughs> I told Travis I wanted to uh, do some stuff today uh, before work, uh, and he's like, "No, I want to do a crazy long podcast." I did not say that. I know you would never, you would never say it like a surfer in the first place, anyways. Exactly, more <laughs> like a Texas boy. So call it that. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> uh, anything you want to? Um... And anything you want to add before we sign out? Uh, no, we we covered we covered a lot uh, covered a lot today. We actually did. We uh, actually covered a freaking lot, and a lot of it was just WWE related. So sorry if we didn't get to any other uh, miscellaneous news. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have next week to do that, and we actually uh, are in the works of having another guest next week. Um, gonna get all that finalized, and we'll. Hopefully, have another uh, indie wrestler on our on our podcast. We'll have a new and face. FYI, to uh, MVP called me out on Twitter, which was awesome. Right? How dare you get that article wrong? The man. most funny part about it was even the headline of the article was correct because I didn't say he is coming. I said he is basically wanting to come. He That's... didn't say that though. He said that he would be willing to listen, but he didn't say he wanted to. Even he um, clarified the that. The funny part is, I actually pulled that headline from three other main sites who have like yeah, and he, millions and of viewers. And he, crea- and he corrected everybody with his one reply, which um, was, I think you're just on MVP side, as usual, because you are a mark. Whatever, he, he actually explained it. And when you go back and read the tweet itself, he didn't say that he was wanting. He said he would be open to the idea. That's not saying you want to. That's saying that you're willing to uh, listen. That, that's okay. That's still to me. And, and if anybody read the, uh, that says uh, you're willing. That says you're willing to come back. That doesn't mean. I'm you sorry. Want you to can't just. You back. can't just. You can't just 
put can't the whole entire, to entire article in a headline, you got to let readers like click on the shit to see what it's, it meant or what it said. Sorry, and I am in the article I put that. So, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever has to make you this, feel look better. This. Look at this. Throughout the years of me and you podcasting, look at the video. My hair is slowly getting more and more bald. Look at that. That's okay. Eventually, Isn't that crazy? You're just going to have to go stone cold eventually. I know. Well, the crazy part is, I know, it's freaking sad. The, uh, I know it's because my hair is short right now, but I've never in my life had that much uh, head to see through. That's scary. <laughs> it just means you're getting older, son. You're going you're gonna to get it too, bro. You know, with long hair, it's that's this. I mean, you may. I'm not sure of your family genes. But I was going to say, my hair, it's the worst because it, it actually takes more, it's more stress on your head. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I doubt that'll happen because my grandfather never went bald. Both sides? My dad. My dad, oh, okay. yeah, I was about to say, my grandfather actually on both sides never went Oh, bald. okay, you're good then. Uh, my dad is in his uh, 60s. He's not going bald. The only reason he keeps his hair short now is because of his chemotherapy that he went through. Uh, uh, so he just keeps it short now. And my mom has long, thick hair as well. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much set. So, <laughs> Well, say I'm, when I'm 30 years out, old, but... I'm 30 years old, and my dad has like Hulk Hogan hair. We're in the middle. It's like nothing in the middle, you know? The and I, um, what the cul-de-sac yeah uh he just buzzed it all off now but uh I'm, I'm, i was just, like I'm yeah i'm 30 say. i've been taking care of my I mean, I literally some personal personal stories real quick so when i was like 16 my hair started getting thin i was like what the heck and then i found out i should stop using so much gel so i completely stopped using all products yeah so i was like they, 16 years old never use products i put like uh i use really healthy expensive shampoo it since then and I really thought, oh, I'm 30. I'm going to keep my hair the rest of my life. And then I go from being buzzed, and then my buzzed head starts growing. My, my hair starts growing back. And, uh, yep, getting some patches. Yep, I understand. They can call me Patch Adams. If they, if I ever start going bald just down the oh, middle, yeah. I've, already, I've already said that I'm taking a razor and I'm, I'm shaving it all. Like it it's going to be bald. Hey, Chico. Sorry, I heard Razor. <laughs> um, All right, so now we're going to get off our personal antics here since uh, Ramsey wants to do some stuff before work. So. Yep. Well, I don't know if I have time now, honestly, because uh, by the time I got dressed and get there, we'll see, whatever. But um, you can call it out. All right, guys. As always, we appreciate you tuning in and listening, and please continue to like and share our podcasts and recommend them to your friends. We appreciate the love and support, and we're trying to grow this thing each and every week, so we appreciate the assistance. Like I said, as always, go and like us on Twitter. Go follow us on Facebook. And go follow Travis. I needed to switch that, by the way. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Uh, You can follow me and Ramsey both individually at WWE Ramsey and me at Travis underscore Falhart. Please visit rumblingrumors.com for all your non-spoilers and all article reads involving professional wrestling. And... Visit him also for his cool HD wallpaper that he designs himself. Thanks, so, guys. Yes, indeed. Thanks a lot, and we will see you all next week for another edition. And I have no other outro because I'm tired of saying take care and whatever. Yeah, we need so, to get a new one for you. I right, know, guys, I'm working on it. Uh, like Travis all just said, uh, please go visit uh, rumblingrumors.com because it's the best stuff ever. That's it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Peace. Oh, this is the part where I forget to uh, get the outro already. Five, four, three, two, one. Goodbye, guys. And until <laughs> next time, goodbye. And good night. Bang! <laughs>